Stay tuned because we have some Vanderpump news and Giselle Bryant is on the pod today. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're just right to it. We're just jumping in. Uh, we're jumping in. <laughs> Virtual reality. Hi, I'm Danny. And I'm Evan. And this week, the Bravo announcements just keep on... Co- I feel like every time I refresh my Instagram, Evan, there's more breaking Bravo news that I was not emotionally prepared for, some I was not expecting, and some I'm kind of happy about. I know. I, I can hardly keep up. But like, first, let's get into these girls who have lost their diamonds. Lisa Rinna and Diana Jenkins are out on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And for both of those women, it's like we kind of saw it coming. I yeah. think that people are somewhat devastated that Rinna is gone. You know, a lot of noise was made about Rinna. We like we liked her. We didn't like her. Blah, blah, blah. We're team Kathy. We're not team Rinna. Now she's lost her diamond. And I think the Bravo community is kind of like, oh, but maybe like uh maybe, I, I don't know it's i think like, they're divided. It's weird when it's like oh it's happening you're like oh oh because you're kind of like oh my god i cannot wait like one day it's like i like the lion king like i just can't wait to be king and it's like <laughs> oh Oh, she's gone. And now it's here. Yeah, I, it's and now it's like how are they going to move forward with all the mess that Rinna brought? I will say I think I will miss Rinna. I know I've said in the past maybe it's time for a Rinna pause, but I truly think that I'll miss Which, her. Which can I, I say I love and... sounds like menopause. <laughs> What? Oh, I'm going through menopause right now. Oh, like- yeah, menopause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, we're going through menopause. I don't know if I'm ready for it. I mean, Sutton said it the best. I think like we're we're gonna miss Lisa Rinna's soup. Can I tell you why I am excited about this? Because I oh, think okay. it's gonna add a little fire under a lot of those ladies that have just been kind of letting their diamonds collect a little dust. A lot okay. of them have kind of been. I mean, I'm looking because like now they're realizing, oh, Rena was gone. Like, oh, like, like no, well, I'm not. I just going to start. Like, <laughs> I just can't tap in, tap out. So I feel Erica might bring it a little bit more, even though she instead of just randomly shouting, she might bring it more. I feel Dorit. I mean, she had a very traumatic last season, but I feel this season she might come in guns blazing a little bit more. And I feel also on top of that, Crystal, who we love, is going to be like, all right, now is my time to cause some mess. So I'm very excited mainly to see who's gonna replace Runa's messiness. And we will be right back to bring you more juicy reality gossip. <laughs> yeah, I think you're kind of like on the money. I think that we're gonna see a different side of a lot of girls with the absence of Rinna. I don't I don't think the absence of Diana Jenkins is gonna impact anyone in any her, way. Her one fan is sad and it's her ceiling fan. I feel that's the thing I can say about Diana Jenkins. I don't know. I don't know a single person who was like, four years like no one is a bombing (laughs) 
for Diana Jenkins. Right. I mean, I am I'm happy for her that she gets to focus on her pregnancy. And I know that she had high risk pregnancies before. So I'm glad she can just sort of like take time and have all the bed rest she needs. I think I think that'll be good for Diana. So I only wish her well. Only wish her well. And I am happy that because a lot of people said that she brought nothing to this season. And I will say she did bring one of my favorite scenes inadvertently, which was Asher singing Oh Holy Night at oh. Erica Jane, just belting it out, acting a fool that I rewatched that clip a lot. So you diana for that. that yes thank you diana also thank you for so you say this i know i did i did like that a lot of news is coming from your hometown of los angeles and the beverly hills area this week because the vanderpump rules trailer came out and it ignited something in me that i haven't felt since like 2019 and that was hope I have new hope for this show, not for any of them to be doing well in their relationships, but it has made me so excited for Vanderpump to come back. And I haven't felt that in a minute. I've never had hatred for you and now I do. I think you're pathetic. I think you're a drunk and I think you're a loser. This does not affect me at all. Same. It, it looks like it's going to be such an explosive season. And it looks like we have none other than the Bambi eyed bitch herself, Raquel, to thank for it. I mean, she's making out with Schwartz. She's making out with Garcelle's son. And we we captured all these kisses on camera. Like, I didn't it know was that. Like, I, I thought that maybe it was like something that happened off camera that we would yes. talk about. But like, we like got it in scene, which is so I incredible. Got it in. She really put the work in. So go, Raquel. Look, I mean, just look at you. Also, uh james's new girlfriend who i'm i think Allie is her name she had some moments in the trailer so i'm excited to see what kind of drama she brings i mean if you're in a relationship with james kennedy it's gonna be drama like something's gonna go on yeah and that's what i love i think sheena even said there's so much singleness happening right now so i'm glad to see some people get in a little you know a little flirty down and dirty i am so here for the maloney sans i don't think that's going to be the name of it but because i love my katie maloney I, do, I, I love Katie Maloney and I'm so glad she's exploring her single girl life and I cannot wait to see I guess how she explores her single girl life but then also finds an issue with Schwartz exploring his single boy life with Raquel because I think at, at, at some point in the trailer there is a suggestion that she's talking about like d- single life is full of delicious D or something someone says that to her or she says that I'm not sure but she's excited for the potential of delicious D to be on the menu which is wonderful I hope she finds all the delicious D in Los Angeles she can find but and if it's on like, a menu put it on something about her <laughs> right, right yes that um but I just I I want to know why, because she even says, like, I didn't have hatred for you, but now I do. And it's like, how how did Raquel ignite this, like, like simmering hate within your soul? Like, it's Raquel. I feel it's kind of one of those things where she probably was like, okay, we're both going to be single. Go on. Get yours. Live, laugh. Plug it in wherever you want to plug it in. But in our friend, in the circle, in the circle, I feel like that is the hard thing. But I also have to say to Katie, did you expect anything different from... <laughs> it's Vanderbump rules, Katie Maloney. Yeah. Like, come and on. I mean, trust me, I think Schwartz is so hot. So I so do not blame Raquel or anybody. But girl, I- I'm not surprised at all that he is dipping his toes in the pump pool. Well, I like that we're bringing the pump pool is becoming like more incestuous and that's how it started 10 years ago when it premiered in 2013 so we're like it's like a back to basics back to our roots like we're we're getting back to like what Vanderpump Rules is all about and that's about hooking up with everyone talking about bringing it back old school this ultimate girls trip season forecast 
Alex McCord and Caroline Manzo. I, I am so ready for this. I do not know what Alex McCord has been. I know, I think she's a psychologist in Australia. So I do it's, not know what inspired this pivot, but I'm so glad she's pivoting back. It's It still feels like a fever dream. When I saw Bravo announce it on Twitter, like the list, I was like, Alex McCord, Gr- Gretchen Rossi? Gretchen Rossi? Like what? Like I, what a blessing to to catch up with Gretchen Rossi and Alex McCord and Caroline Manzo and uh, Camille. It's nice to see her back in the mix. I mean, Always. we just saw her a few years ago as a friend of on Beverly Hills and it didn't really work out so well for her. So maybe this will be a better moment for her. You know, when we had Brandy on our podcast, she did say that she misses the days of yelling at Camille. So they'll get to yell at each other in Morocco. And that's beautiful. Before we get to her ultimate girls trip, we have the season three one coming out hopefully soon, which I cannot wait because Giselle from Potomac teased us a little bit about it, but also got so into all the Potomac drama. Potomac oh drama my God. Yeah, I feel season. like the Real Housewives of Potomac season seven is really hitting its apex currently. There is so much drama going on between all the women and Giselle, Hobbs, Aomi, and Danny, and she talked about it all. She talked about Ashley and Luke's breakup, Luke from Summer House. She hopes they get back together. She talked about her own little romantic kind of thing i mean maybe just friends maybe it could be friends with benefits i don't know it seems like someone's going on between giselle and jason cameron from winter house but yeah she 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 got so reasonably shady with us danny it was it was such a joy amazing i kind of love you talking about dinners and finishing your desserts because 2023 kind of kicked off with a lot of bravo accounts saying that you're getting a little uh romantic and having a little dessert with a uh, winter house star jason what, what is going on giselle we're just right to it we're just jumping in uh, we're jumping in dessert for um, breakfast <laughs> jason and i are friends and we're, we're just having fun okay well it's funny because he did our live show at city winery and he said he did yours and he only sung your praises and was saying that you and robin were so much fun so when i yeah. saw that i was like oh yeah, and like it kind of made sense because we asked him who is your favorite Bravo celebrity you've ever met, your best Bravo celebrity encounter. And right off the bat, he was like, Giselle Bryant. I went to her show. She was amazing. So wh- just what are your general thoughts about Jason? Is is there a vibe? Okay, I, obviously, I've trained him well since he said I was the first that I mean, I was like the best and the greatest. Um, no, he's an awesome guy. I mean, I have nothing bad to say about him at all. Um, anytime we're together, we just have a ball. So, you know, I'm all about the fun and he brings the fun. And I feel like that's what you need. You need like a fun, a fun young guy, just kind of like kick off the year, enjoy yourself. Cause I also mean all of Bravo loved, uh, watching Ashley and Luke have some fun. I'm mad that you guys didn't overlap to double date, but I loved watching (laughs) Ashley like let loose a little bit with Luke. Yes. And, and that might be where Jason came from that situation. But um, yeah, I mean, I have, I just have nothing bad to say. He's he's great. I honestly I mean, would love to see you on Winterhouse just because I, me watching, I'm like, I don't know how they live in the, like, there's filth everywhere. No one, there's no rooms. And I mean, I've seen, I relate to you so much when you're on a trip. I want my bed. I want my bathroom. So yes. you would have a time there. Oh, no, no, no. I wouldn't. I No, I, if, I, if, if I was even around, I'd be like, okay, I need my own quarters in a whole nother town. Okay. And then I'll come and say hi. And then y'all know where to find me at night if you want to find me. Okay. Yeah. 
I feel like you could get the Winter House crew so together. Like that Virgo energy would just like really do them a lot of good. Yes, I think so. And it's kind of funny because Jason is Virgo too. So oh. yeah, I, I told him, I was like, I, I probably am going to hate you tomorrow because it's two Virgos. It's just like, mm. ah. It's a lot. <laughs> You, okay, so you and Jason, sorry to, to keep going back to Jason, but you're just friends at the moment. Could it ever develop into something more? Because you look beautiful together. Um, One day at a time, guys. One day at a time. All right. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, okay. So on the show, on Potomac, you said the, the characteristics you're looking for in a man, it's it's easy. It's it, You're not asking for a lot. It's he's got to make me laugh and he's got to have a big D. Does Jason at least make you laugh? I said that Jason makes me laugh. Okay. Um, okay. Good news. I, I will say this and we will get off of his D. Um, is that he's met my kids and they think he's great. What? You say things that have no basis and no back. So what I just said, you said you understand. Now it has no basis? I understand. Are you kidding? How are things with Candy Girl? Candace and I are where we need to be, which is I know who she is, I see who she is, and, you know, I just, I wish her the best. I wish her and her husband the best. Um... You know, it's unfortunate, but you know, I never felt like Candace is a fun girl. Like you can go out with her, you can have fun, you can kiki, but then like to have like a real hardcore relationship with her and uh, and want and for her to for you to expect that she's going to be an adult, like have adult conversations, I've just never gotten that from her. Looking back on the dance studio moment, do you wish you approached that whole Chris situation differently, knowing that it would eventually result in the kind of like demise of your friendship? I approached that situation. I thought about that. I, I approached it. Very, I, I chose all my words carefully. I didn't add any like extra drama and hot sauce and tea to it, which I know how to do very well. And I didn't do that because we were friends. Now we're no longer friends, so I can real get to the get to the tea and the nitty gritty of it all, and I, you know, and that's what the reunion is for. Okay. Are Are you excited for this reunion? Because I feel like, because uh, I feel after the reunion, you're watching all and you're seeing. Can't she loves to tweet? So you're seeing all the tweets coming in, the energy coming in. How are you feeling getting ready for the reunion? I'm good because I know my truth and I know how I feel about things, and that's what I will speak on. Um, and, you know, there's, there's things I haven't said that to protect Candace's feelings because we were friends. So, yeah, I can say whatever I want now and feel good about it. Okay. So what you're saying is that there was some missing context during the dance studio conversation that you plan to reveal at the reunion. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. This is not a dun-dun-dun moment. <laughs> However, you know... I very much respected and wanted to protect the sanctity of our friendship at the dance studio. Um, based on how she has reacted on social media and how she has like played this all the way out and she's the victim and she's the victim and oh my God, I no longer feel that way. So I will not hold back. Candace described the 10 days in Thailand with you as uh, just complete unadulterated hell. Um, how would you describe it, Giselle? Listen, she was in hell because she was lying the whole time. I was enjoying my best life, honey. I it, I had a ball. I had lying. I mean, she was fibbing. What do you call it? She was. She wasn't answering no questions. The nose was growing. Yes, yes. I literally told everyone. I think I told Andy like best Bravo trip I've ever taken. Wow. So much fun, like a ball. 
better and than I mean, because you're in the group chat with the fun people too so i'm like if you're with portia alexia marisol it's hard not to have a fun time true very true um yes way better than mexico okay so the last day of mexico so i don't know if y'all have seen like for like additional episodes have y'all, no okay so the last day of, of mexico it is the karen robin showdown hoedown okay it is like what the hell and it didn't help that I kept passing out shots of tequila. It didn't help. Like, <laughs> I know. It was, but and to this day, they're still not right. Like, it Ow. was ugly. Ow. It was horrible. It might have something to do with Juan. You didn't hear it from me, but it was not good. Well, okay. So we do have that moment in some of the teasers where. Ashley and Karen are talking and Karen's like, Juan's got a girl who looks like me. And Ashley's like, looks like you. Like, you mean like blonde hair? So clearly Karen is out here making accusations that Juan has a side chick that apparently is a Karen doppelganger. Is there any validity to this? Oh, well, I mean, okay. In your opinion? In my opinion, absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. That looks like Karen. Okay. (laughs) But I'm saying it. No shade, but shade. Okay. <laughs> okay. Want more with Giselle Bryant? Well, tune in tomorrow for our full extended interview with the Real Housewives of Potomac icon. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. If you loved gossiping with us, and I know you do, then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Virtual Reality, by page six. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week. <laughs>